Welcome to the KML Messcast. Can't everybody stop for 10 minutes? I mean, it's not that much to ask. It's so goddamn rude. What the fuck do they think I'm doing? Playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? That is a disgusting act by Randy Moss. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello? You play to win the game. And now, your 2016 champion, soon to be two-time champion, and host, Maine. First and foremost, thank you for tuning into the KML Messcast. I'm your host, Maine. We're back a day late. I just it was a lot of work I've been doing the last couple days. Got home late. Like 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock, whatever it was. Didn't feel like jumping on, doing a mess cast. You know what? When you do it for free, I call the shots. I'm the boss. I don't answer anybody. I, I do what I want. And if I want to delay it by a day, I get to delay it by a day. It's uh, October 7th, Thursday. Thursday night football coming up in about, what, 40, 45 minutes or so. It's right around 7.30 right now. So got that to look forward to. I did want to get this in, though, because I feel like it's cheating if I if I start recording after Thursday night football started, because I want my analysis to be unfiltered, unfettered, raw, right off the top of the head, just so you know where I stand. I don't want. I'm not trying to do any like look backsies. I know mean, that's the thing where I where I know the future. There only only one person on this podcast ever knew the future, and he's dead. He's not coming back. Remain nameless with that. Anyway, like I said, Camel Messcast Week Four. Well, I guess we're week, this is the week five mess cast now. It wasn't good. It hasn't been a good two weeks. We'll get into it. Uh, let's get into the recap right. Well, before we do that, let's do this. Okay. Oh, God, that's good. Just straight PBRs tonight, boys. Nothing too special. Just, uh, you know... Keeping it a little bit low, low key. I gotta drive over to Wingus's later, so can't go, can't go crazy. Got stuff to drop off. He's got my ladders had it for a month. Good thing I left it there. Didn't even see. Like, I, like I left a, here. A little backstory before before we get into it, a little backstory. So, Wingus, front of the front of his house is falling off. Right? Oh my god, what's gonna happen? Oh my god, I'm so worried. Fucking whatever. I come over and look at it, tell me, yeah, I know what this is. The same thing that happened to me over Glen Abbey because everything built in fish is built like shit. So, you know, you got to you gotta jack up the front of your porch to basically stop the brick from moving off the front, you know, negative grade, all that type of stuff. So get somebody out there and does it. They jack it up. Well, when the guys jack it up, they don't, you know, some of the, the trim work has to kind of come back tight together, kind of has to like slide back into position, if you will. Pulls out about an inch, an inch and a half, has to slide back in an inch and a half. Well, those guys, when they're just jacking it up, they're not looking for that type of stuff because they're just guys. So they didn't, uh, you know, the, the stuff didn't slide all the way back together. So long story short, need somebody coming. It's like two-story foyer kind of, you know, portico. What is, what is it even called? The entryway, two-story entryway over his front door there, you know, goes up real high, maybe like whatever, 16 feet or so. I need somebody to get up there, recock it, repaint it, da da da. I bring my ladder over. I'm I'm nice enough. Out of the bottom, out of, <laughs> what a friend am I? Just out of the bottom of my heart, I bring my shit over. I get it all cocked up, but I don't paint it because I don't have the house paint. I mean, if somebody's coming over and do you a favor, you think you might have the the paint ready to go? You think? Wouldn't you? No. Okay. Well, especially when it's freaking free. Uh, cock it all up and I say, oh, you're gonna paint this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're totally yeah, we're totally gonna paint it. 
Okay, good. Well, you want me to leave the ladder? Yeah, yeah, leave the ladder. We'll, we'll do it, like, later this afternoon. <sighs> well, that was, like, May. Fast forward to October 7th, when I need my ladder again. Oh, yeah, you guys ever use that thing? No. Mm. Color me shocked. Let's get the recap. Weekly recap. Gonna need some music behind this one because it ain't it ain't great. It ain't great. What is all this stuff going on? Oh boy. I've done something. Oh no, it's just okay, whatever. Uh weekly recap. Let's see what happened last week. Uh oh yeah, we should do okay. Viceless. Getting by Cabo Ghosts. 117.88 to Cabo go 68.62. You heard that right, folks. 68.62. Top score for the ghost was Ryan Suckup with 14 points. That's a kicker. 68 points. 68 points it, like, is a miracle I got to 68 points. The HSE boys have given me two straight losses. I'm now falling back to 2-2, two two, eighth place. And I think this is... I know I lost to Moto three times last year. You can't count the Constellation Games, Moto. I know you went back and counted that shit. You can't count that. That doesn't count. I don't know. Nobody's setting lineups. Fuck out of here. But yeah, it's like, um... Real talk for a second. I'm... I'm <laughs> it's... It's not good because... It's now officially a thing. And I don't want it to be a thing, but it's a thing. And I can't... I can't... <laughs> It's officially a thing, the HSE boys. If you look at if you look at my all-time record, uh, against Joel I have a losing record, and against Moto I have a losing record. I have combined I have eight wins, twelve losses against those two guys. They're the only two people in the league I have a losing record against. Anyway, Viceless continuing to roll three and one, first place now, 117.88 points. Good for him. Uh, Dag that bass up. The other HSE boy getting another win too. 129.42. Getting by Gordon Lucko. 120.8. Both teams, uh, well, Dag that bass up. 2-2, two two, seventh place. Gordon Lucko, 3-1, second place. Gordon Lucko getting his first loss of the year there. And Joel, after going 0-2 and, and not looking that great, has strung together two strong weeks. Looking good. Team 88. Another win, 110.48 over Chalupa Batman, 97.52. Things are not looking so rosy in Chalupa Batman world. He's seen a little bit of a drop-off while Team 88 just continues to defy the experts and continues to defy logic. There he is sitting up at third place at 3-1. Captain Scurve losing to Samstown, 98-135. Samstown finally busted out. Been a long time coming. Finally got it done. 135 points. High score on the week. Good for him. Golf clap. He's to two and two. Fifth place. Captain Scurve. Boy, one and three. Eleventh place all of a sudden. I think that's two in a row. Three in a row for him. Not not good, though. It's kind of slipping, slip sliding away there. Uh, reading Dwayne Bow. Look at him. There he is. 126.62 over three stripe life. 90 points. Just about even. Reading Dwayne Bow getting his first win of the year. You know it had to come. Tyreek Hill, 42 points. By the way, Tyreek Hill, 42 points. Cabo go, 68 points. You take away the field goal kicker, that would have been 54 points. So Tyreek Hill almost scored, outscored the Cabo Ghosts all by himself. That is totally fine, though. And then the game of the week. Don't know. I think, I don't have the records on this, but I think this must be the closest margin of victory we've ever seen at any point in this league. Straight bumps, homie, squeaking by J-Rod the Bod, 113.64. 
to 113.62. What is that? That's that's less than one yard rushing. One yard rushing would be 0.1. One yard receiving would be 0.1. 0.62 is like, I don't know what the math on that is. What is it like two yards passing? Is that what it, no. Five yards passing? Yes, it's five yards passing. Unbelievable. One more catch. A catch is half a point. Jesus, I don't know. We've never seen anything like that. Two hundredths of a point. Is that hundreds? Yeah. Two hundredths of a point differential. Straight bumps, homie, two and two, fourth place. J-Rod the bod, one and three, tenth place. Let's look at this mess of a standings that we have going on right now. Top of the leaderboard, three teams at three and one. Viceless, Gordon Lucko, and Team 88 in that order. Next, we have a massive block of two and two teams. Straight bumps, homie, Samstown, Chalupa, Batman currently in playoffs. Dak that bass up, three-stripe life, and Cabo ghosts the first three out. And then the one and three teams down at the bottom there, J-Rod the Bod, Captain Skurf, and Reading Dwayne Bow. Now, if you dig into this a little bit, it's kind of more interesting than that because J-Rod the Bod, one and three on the season, but is third place in points scored. Boy, not what you're looking for there. He's had some tough luck. You know it's going to come out in the wash, though, especially over a 17-game season. That wraps up the league standings. Let's see what happened for recent trades and transactions trades and transactions nothing happened no trades <laughs> i don't know what the deal is i don't know if it's covid hangover i'm not sure what's going on not a single trade this week what are we doing Everybody's too, I mean, I know we got some one and three and one and some one and three teams, but everybody's like, I don't know. I don't know if this extra game is throwing a wrench in things. Like people don't feel as like much pressure to make a move or something, but something just funky this year with the, with the values, not a lot of player movement, not a lot of people going different places. You know, it just, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I always think like the next week when people start losing more games, that's going to be the week that people start really moving around. But, uh, boy, I don't know. Oh, hold on. Look at that. Oh, 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 five minutes ago, we got a trade. We got a trade, people. This is live. Breaking news. Here we go. Five minutes ago, 7.42 in the p.m. We have Three Stripe Life and Team 88. Thank you, guys. Yes. On air trade. Is that another first two for this fucking on air trade? I love it. I love it. Woo. On air trade. Three Stripe Life trading to Team 88. Three Stripe Life trading. Robbie answering. Robbie Anderson, Alex Collins, and Sam Darnold to Team 88 for Julio Jones, Justin Herbert, and Kyle Juszczyk. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. That's a... Mm. <laughs> God damn it, Vitaly. So, Vitaly, a little backstory. Vitaly picked up Alex Collins, who is the Seattle running back, backup running back today for $2. I shit you not, I thought I had a bid in for $3. I was walking the dog this morning. I thought I put in a bid for $3. I must not have hit send on the screen before I closed the phone or something because I, I I don't know. I was shocked that it didn't go through and I was pissed. And then Team 88, Scott, who's got the starting running back who was officially ruled out just moments ago being forced into a little bit of a reach trade here to get Alex Collins and get a starting running back for his game this week. Oh, boy. I mean, you just look at this. Quarterback, Sam Darnold, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is better side of that trade for sure. 
So that means that means Vitaly has Tannehill and Herbert now, right? So Tannehill dis, is disposable for. Oh boy, I might have to send a message. Anyway, uh, Herbert better than Dar- Darnold, so Vit, Vit wins that side of the trade. Julio Jones much better than Robbie Anderson, so he wins that side of the trade. And Alex Collins and Usechek are are you know, who cares? They're kind of a wash, a little bit, you know. So, boy, that that's a win for Vit. I I see what Scott had to do there, but that's a win for Vit. Well done. God damn it. Breaking on air live trade. I love it. Other than that, nobody really uh, worth a damn talk about. As uh, Wingus has picked up like six tight ends in the last 24 hours, 48 hours or something. Who the hell knows why? Uh, Joel spent $11 on a guy who might not even play this week uh, or ever. Uh, he picked up the running back for, for Cincinnati. P. Ryan, who I don't believe is a mix. It's not even official. Mixon's out. And even if he is out, I believe they're going to go committee approach. So who knows? And that's about the only thing that matters. Uh, let's go ahead and get into what do I want to do? Do I want to do a deep dive? Let's do a deep dive. All right, let's do a deep dive. Time for a deep dive. All right, now listen, I haven't thought this through whatsoever. So bear with me. Whose team should we do a deep dive on? Last week, Let's take a look. Who's got an interesting, interesting fantasy team here? Reed and Dwayne Bow we did last week, so we hit him. We're good. Let's uh, let's look at Scott's team. Team eighty-eight just made that big trade. Got Alex Collins in there. Let's see what he's done here. Uh, let's get a little. Let's get a little music behind this. What should we do? Let's get a little. Let's get a little. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Dia got that dope. Deep dive music coming at you. Here's Scott's team. I feel like a, what, what, like a psychiatrist or something. Take a look in, at the inner workings of the team. Tell him what I think he should do. Anyway, quarterback position, Tom Brady. I think he's set at QB. I know he just lost Herbert. He's got Sam Darnold as another backup. Though Scott is one of those guys that likes to have a QB just chilling. Just always has somebody in his back pocket. Not going to have to play that game. I get it. I respect it. But it might not be for me. Tom Brady starting QB now. I like it. Tommy looks good. I know you're always, everybody's waiting for the breakdown, but you can't count on it anymore. I like Tom Brady. He's set at QB. Lock him in. Start him every week. Don't worry about it. You're good. Running back position, huge fucking problem. God, the drops sometimes just work out, don't they? I'm not doing that shit. That's just timing. You know, when you're talented like I am, you just can feel when those drops are going to cut in and out, and then the words just come to you. Don't worry about it. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Alex Collins slash Chris Carson at his other running back position. This has been a huge problem for him, and I think it's going to continue to be a huge problem. Only other running backs he has on the roster is Giovanni Bernard, who's a third down running back and currently hurt, and then Trey Sermon, who has been nothing but disappointing and looks like he might not even be getting reps as soon as some of these other running backs start getting healthy again for San Francisco. So keep that in mind. Put a pin in it. Clyde edwards helaire has been very disappointing. Chris Carson, very disappointing. We'll come back to it, see if there's anything to be done. Wide receiver position, Adam Thielen, Corey Davis are his starters. He's got Jacoby Myers waiting in the wings as a flex. Henry Ruggs in the wings as well. And now Robbie Anderson. Yikes, 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 yikes. These are wide receivers who are going to be just good enough to keep you in it, but not good enough to win you a week. And I think that's a real problem. Corey Davis, I will say, is a nice little pick. What's he on the year? 17 on the year. He's nice. He's going to get you consistent, you know, good floor, but not a whole hell of a lot of ceiling. Adam Thielen, kind of the same way. I don't think he's ever going to pop and give you like two touchdowns and 150. He'll give you like a touchdown and 60 or something like that. Again, like a high high floor, low ceiling guy. So you, you can kind of work with those things if you have other positions 
that are going to pop for you. But like you got to look at this roster. Like, where's the pop come from? Just let's keep that in mind too. Tight end position, Mike Kosicki. He's absolutely god awful. He's got Jack Doyle, who's god awful as well. Tight end position is a huge area of need for Scott. Defense kicker, he's fine there. Don't worry about that. Nobody really gives a shit about that. So what is he gonna do? What uh, if I had Scott's team? What would I do? Well, here's what I think I would do. I think I would package. I think you need some sort of rock. You're gonna you're gonna have to get lucky, and you're gonna need a rock. So what I would do is I package a couple of these guys. Say like I would trade like I don't know. See if you can get. Uh, well, you gotta keep one of your running backs. You gotta keep Carson. You gotta keep Ceh. Like who are you gonna put your money on? Just just pick one, and say this is the guy I'm gonna roll with. This is the guy who I think has a better chance to be good rest of year. And then package the other because I mean I kind of see Ceh and Chris Carson kind of the same to be honest. They're they're kind of like that same tier. They're pretty similar. Like say like what would what would happen if he took like whatever take ceh since you got the backup for carson down take ceh try to package him with like Thielen. and is that enough to get you like a, a tier two running back somebody you can count on like a, a true three down guy like I, would i trade you mixin for ceh and Thielen? maybe i might I'm trying to think who else would be out there that he could trade but anyway maybe doing something like that like trade you're one of your wide receivers, one of your, your consistent wide receivers, but again, guys are just going to be, they're not going to pop off, not going to get you a huge week, it's not going to win you a week, and a running back to try to get a better running back, try to upgrade one of those positions. Then you got Tom Brady, good at QB, then you got a good running back you can count on, or at least a little bit. You got your second your second running back, which would be, you know, if you can if you could have, like, Carson and whoever, another good running back ahead of him, like a, a better one than Carson, that's a good little foundation to build off of. Then you keep Corey Davis as your wide receiver two or your wide receiver one. Or you, Myers, I think you could probably kind of pop up there. But then other than that, you can start looking at the waiver wire for kind of a lottery ticket wide receiver. Try to get somebody like, like you know, who knows. They, they kind of Just spend some fab. Try to get a couple hot wide receivers. Hope somebody that's had a good force, first four or five weeks, that trend continues. Shoot a couple shots. Hope one sticks. And you're just going to kind of plug and play that wide receiver position. Tight end position, you can kind of punt on because half the league has shitty tight end positions. Maybe you can try to work it into like some sort of trade if you're doing that whole like CEH and Thielen trade for somebody. Throw in Gesicki, see if you can get there. You know, somebody like a Fant back or something like that. I think that might be helped too. But other than that, I mean, at this point, unfortunately, a lot of these guys have been disappointing. So you're going to try to find some value out of it. And I think, it, but it really, what I'm trying to get this down to say is I think you need somebody who's going to be a weak winner for you because right now I don't see any weak winners. I don't see anybody who's going to put up 30. You know, I see a lot of guys are going to put up low teens, but I don't see anybody who's going to pop for 30 without, uh, you know, a little bit of, of, of luck on that side. So that's what I would try to do. Concludes my deep dive. Try to find somebody who's going to pop, upgrade like your running back, one of your running back positions. Try to hit on a wide receiver through the waiver wire or something like that. And maybe try to upgrade your tight end on the back end of it too, you know, kind of working something in. So, but I don't hate, I mean, I don't want it, but I don't hate it. Anyway, that concludes the deep dive. Let's go ahead and get into this week's games. Picks and predictions. We're going straight beats. All right, here we go, boys. All right. First game up, we're going to talk about yours truly, Cabo Ghost, 2-2, two two, ninth place, going against Gordon Lucko, 3-1, second place. Cabo Ghost actually projected to win this one, 113.1 to 112.6 over Gordon Lucko. However, don't be fooled by that projection because that assumes Christian McCaffrey is going to be back. My top three running backs are currently injured. 
I'm hoping at least one comes back, maybe two. We'll see what happens. But right now, they're saying CMC looks like he might play Sunday. And for some reason, they still think he's going to get a bunch of points. I don't see it. Cabo goes in a full tailspin. DEFCON 2. Stage 3. Whatever you want to talk about. I've lost. I've, I've After scoring, what did I score the first week? Here's my last four weeks. Ready, everybody? Uh, week 1, 136.14. Week 2, 102.68. Week 3, 93.32. Week 4, 68.62. Do you notice a trend? I have scored half the points I did in week 4 that I did in week 1. Not a trend you want to see. Losing points every week, it's awful. All-time record between Maine and Rob is the only bright spot of this entire matchup. Listen to this. 11 wins, 3 losses. However, I will say this, those three losses were massive, and I probably trade every other win for that because he uh, he's, he's snipped me on a couple times in the playoffs, and I'm not very happy about it. But yes, 11 wins, three losses. That's one of the most lopsided head-to-head matchups in the entire league. Looks like he might get a game back this week, but let's check it out. Kirk Cousins at QB for Cabo Ghost going up against Matthew Stafford for Gordon Lucko tonight on primetime. Oh, shit. Is that... Hold on a second. I might have to pause the I might have to pause the podcast for a second. Hold on. All right, hold on. Well, you guys just stay right here. I need to figure out I just I just realized I apologize. I need to, I need to concentrate on this. So, real talk. Here we go. We're going to figure this out right now. So, uh, tonight, Seattle and the Rams play, and I realize that I might have to flex the Rams tight end depending on if one of my other players is going to play or not, but I don't know if he is, so I have to make a quick decision because right now I'm not currently flexing Higby. Am I going to flex Higby tonight? Jesus, don't make me flex Higby tonight. Do I have anybody else I could friggin' play? Come on, I really don't want to flex Higby. Uh, boy, did I put my eggs in the Elijah Mitchell basket? Ugh, he's not supposed to fucking play, is he? Oh, what do I do? Do I start Chase Claypool, who's questionable? Do I start Higby tonight, who's got no injury designation? Or do I start Elijah Mitchell on Sunday. So basically my, my thing is I can play a healthy Higby tonight or I can roll the dice and hope either Claypool or Mitchell come back. In worst case scenario, if I can't get either one of those guys to go, I gotta start Josh Gordon. <laughs> oh, do I want to flex Higby? No way, right? I guess it gives me somebody to watch tonight, though. That's the other thing. You get a little primetime watchy. Uh, what's the news on Claypool? Is there a chance that he plays? <laughs> oh, he's got a hamstring on Thursday. Morgan A. But the hamstring, that thing could linger. Then, like, he could be out after, like, the first series or something weird. What's Mitchell doing? All right, he's getting contact at least. Boy, decision time. Let's see, Higby against Seattle. 
They're not very good against tight ends usually. You know what? I'm going to sit him. I'm going to sit him. All right, I'm going to roll the dice. All right, rolling the dice. Here we come. We're coming back. Sorry about that. All right, we're back. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Kirk Cousins, a QB for Cabo Ghost Cup against Matthew Stafford for Gordon Lucko. I like Matthew Stafford better than I like Cousins. Cousins had a down game last week. He gets Detroit, which I think should be an improvement, but Stafford is an MVP candidate. I love him. I think he continues to roll Stafford heavy. Running back position, I don't even know what to say here because right now it's Christian McCaffrey and Jamal Williams, which is ugly as hell, but it's, it's, I'm going up against Austin Eckler and Cor, Corderell? Cordero? Cordero, however you say it. Cordero, oh boy. Cordero Patterson, uh, Eckler Patterson, big in that one because I don't think McCaffrey's going to play, to be honest. And if you do, if he does, I can't imagine they give him a full load. I got to imagine he's like, you know, plays for a half or something or every other series. So I'm going to take in the running backs in, in that matchup as well. Wide receiver position, Chris Godwin, Odell Beckham Jr. for Cabo Ghost, going up against DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup for Gordon Lucko. Heavy, heavy, heavy favorite over on the Hopkins and Cup side of things. <laughs> Excuse me, Kittle at tight end for Cabo Ghost, going up against Dallas Godair. That's one of the few bright spots, although Kittle does have a little Q next to his name and has been hurt, so probably Godair gets the nod at this point in the season. Flex position to be determined for Cabo Ghost, going up against Robert Woods. I like Robert Woods in that matchup. I wish I would trade for him, but for some reason, somebody who sees Robert Woods as the wide receiver 39, has him valued as the wide receiver 10. Go figure. Raiders and Ryan Suckup for Cabo Ghost. Going against Ravens and Daniel Carlson for Gordon Lucko. Believe it or not, I actually like the Raiders. This might be the only spot that the Cabo Ghost have an advantage in this matchup. Raiders and Suckup. Uh, I think that might be a little bit better than the other side. Who am I picking? If you couldn't tell already, I'm taking the Lucko. And I don't think it's going to be close. I think I'm one week away from kind of getting back to full strength to get my guys healthy again since my top three running backs are still very, very hurt. And I've got a couple other guys that ain't great. So I think I, I think I got to take it on the chin one more week. And then hopefully after that, we'll be able to get back to rolling. Next game. These nuts. Ha! Got him! Forgot to mention, last week, after going 0-6 the week pre previous, I went 3-3 last week. Still down on the year 11-15. Next game up, Chalupa Batman. Traveling to the first place, Viceless. Chalupa Batman, 2-2, two two, sixth place, Viceless. 3-1, first place. A couple of big swinging dicks in this one. Bill versus Moto all time. Moto has the edge, four games to two over William. K. Mitch. Quarterback position, Kyler Murray for Jewel Batman. Jalen Hurts for the vice list. Very close here. Very close. That's the quarterback two against the quarterback three on the season. I like Hurts, though, in his matchup. Uh, give me Kurtz all day long. Running back position, Nick Chubb and Chase Edmonds for Chalupa Batman going up against Kareem Hunt and Aaron Jones for the Viceless. Got to stay in the fire, in the heat with Kareem Hunt and Aaron Jones. Give me that side of things again. Wide receiver position, DJ Moore and Marvin Jones for the Marvin Jones? Really? Okay. DJ Moore and Marvin Jones for Chalupa Batman going up against AJ Brown and Debo Samuel for the Viceless. Are you fucking shitting me? Give me Brown. Give me Deeb. 
Is that, that's not even a nickname, is it? Yeah, but anyway, give me Brown and Debo. No, Brown's back at practice. No injury designation. I think he plays. I think he plays well. Tight end position, TJ Hawkinson for Juluba Batman going up against Noah Fant for the Viceless. Hawk has been a little bit disappointing. Had a down game last week. Is a little bit injured, a little bit banged up, and I think Minnesota defense is a little bit better than people imagine. Can realize just yet, so I actually like Noah Fant in this matchup. Give it to me, the Viceless. Noah Fant. Flex position, Mike Evans for Chalupa Batman going up against Jamar Chase for the Viceless. What a draft pick. Wide receiver eight on the year, Jamar Chase. Give me Chase. Defense Patriots get Houston and Graham Gano at Dallas for Chalupa Batman going up against the Rams tonight at Seattle and Greg Zerline at the Giants. Viceless heavy in this one. Who am I picking? It's not hard to see. It's the Viceless. I'm picking the Viceless. I think he continues to roll here. I like his matchups a little bit better. And I think the guys who he drafted at draft, of course, because that's where you get those guys that you drafted. Uh, I think are going to continue to get a little bit better. Oh, that's why, because I forgot Ridley. Ridley is out uh, on uh, Sunday's game, so Batman forcing, uh, being forced to put in uh, Marvin Jones in that starting lineup. Big hit for him. So anyway, give me Vice Listen this one. Let's go ahead and move on to the next game. These nuts. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> Game number three. Samstown, two and two, fifth place, red hot. Going up against Dak That Bass up, two and two, seventh place. Projected points in this one, 116 to 111.8 for Dak That Bass up. Heavy Samstown favorite in this one. All time record, Turo, Joel. Joel favored six wins, four losses against Turo. Let's see if it's going to hold this week. Patrick Mahomes for Turo going to be against Dak Prescott for Joel. I like Mahomes. You got to take him. Derek Henry, James Robinson for Samstown going to be against Antonio Gibson and DeAndre Swift for Dak. That bass up, boy. I'll tell you what. I think it's Henry and Robinson, and I don't think it's close. Gibson, not what people expected at draft. Swift, trending the wrong direction. Give me Henry. Give me Robinson. Quarterback, wide receiver position, CeeDee Lamb and Deontay Johnson for Samstown going up against Terry McLaurin and DK Metcalf. I like all four of these people. However, I think I like Deontay Johnson just a little bit more. Give me that side of the equation. Kyle Pitts at tight end for Samstown. Jared Cook for Dak that bass up. I don't know what to make of Pitts. I'm taking Jared Cook at the tight end position for Joel. Flex position, Emmanuel Sanders for Samstown. Damian Harris for Dak That Bass Up. Boy, Dak That Bass Up might have a running back problem. Gibson, Swift, and Harris all trending in the absolute wrong direction. I will take Sanders. Sanders has been hot. Wide receiver two in that Buffalo offense, and I think that continues. I like him. Cardinals at San Francisco. Matt Prater at San Francisco for Samstown. Steelers get Denver and Tyler Bass at Kansas City for Dak That Bass Up. I don't really care. Call it a wash. Who do I think is going to win this game? I think it's Samstown. And I don't think it's close. I think this could be a very lopsided victory. So I'm plugging them in, locking it in, and that takes us to game number four. Anything else I need to talk about in that matchup? That was quick. That was too quick. Hold on, let's, let's, let's pump the brakes for a second. Okay. Should do a deep dive on Joel's team sometime. He's got a real interesting team. Kicked the shit out of me a couple weeks ago, but what are you gonna do? No, I don't think there's anything else to talk about. 
I think that's pretty straightforward. I think just Samstown's got a good trend going, and I think Joel's got a, a not such a great trend going. Some of those players, so I think I think uh, stick with Turo. Keep a uh, keep the trend up with Turo. All right, let's go to the next game. These nuts. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right, here we go. Game four. We're getting down nitty gritty now, boys. Football starts in like 10 minutes. I'm not gonna be done, but I don't give a shit. J-Rod the Bod, one and three, tenth place, going to team 88, three and one, third place. Look at you, Scott, you do you, my man. 119.6 for J-Rod the Bod, 94.7 for team 88. Wait, what? Hold on, oh yeah, 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 hold on, I gotta refresh, I gotta refresh, calm down, calm down, everybody calm down. There we go, that's better. All right, so 119.6 for J-Rod the Bod, 102.4 for Team 88. I apologize, I did not have my screen refresh since that on-the-air trade, which I love. Wish I could, I wish I broadcast live. Can I broadcast, are you allowed to, what is that? Do I have to do like Spotify green room? That, that feels like too much, I'm backing that down. Uh, J-Rod the Bod, 10th place, Team 88, three and one, uh, third place, all-time record, Jared versus Scott. Five games to three in favor of Jared. Josh Allen at the QB position for Jared going up against Tom Brady. I like Josh Allen. I got to admit, I thought Josh Allen was going to have a regression year. He has had a little bit. He's back down to QB 7, but he's looked good the last couple weeks, so I think i got to go with Josh Allen on that side of things. But I do like Brady. I do like Brady a whole lot. Damian Williams and Jonathan Taylor for J-Rod the Bod. Damian Williams subbing in for the injured Montgomery. CEH and Alex Collins for Team 88. Alex Collins subbing in for the injured Chris Carson, as we mentioned previously. I think I like Williams and Taylor. I don't believe in Taylor necessarily, but I think Williams should be 90% of what Monty was. Um, and boy, that CEH and Chris Carson and Alex Collins stuff just... I don't like it. It scares me. So I'm taking Williams and Taylor. I'm taking the safety on that side. Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lockett for J-Rod the Bod going up against Adam Thielen and Corey Davis for Team 88. And watch this shit. I think I might like... No, I don't. I like Diggs. I like Lockett. I apologize. I thought I could talk myself into Thielen and Davis on the fly. Turns out I cannot... You got to stick with dog, uh, Diggs and you got to stay with Lockett. Because you can imagine Diggs isn't going to end up as wide receiver 19 on the year, right? That can't happen. Lockett's hit or miss. He's probably not going to end up wide receiver 9, but Diggs has to turn this around at some point. Maybe it should be in a shootout against Kansas City. We're going to find out in primetime. Tight end position, Darren Waller for J-Rod the Bog. Going up against Mike Kosicki for Team 88. Not a whole lot to talk about here. It's uh, Waller 100% of the time. Allen Robinson at the wide receiver position for J-Rod the Bod going to Mr. Jacoby Myers. I like Jacoby Myers. Allen Robinson, <laughs> I swear to God. Allen Robinson, I think we might be like, he's been so bad this year that I swear we might be like three weeks away from like a Kenny Galladay situation his last year in, in, in Detroit where like he just has like a quote-unquote hip injury and he just doesn't play anymore because he doesn't want to get injured. He's just going for his new team and he's like, I'm fucking done in Chicago. I'm writing him off. I don't want to be here anymore. I swear it seems like it's trending that way because he might be like the third option that passing offense that already sucks to begin with. So just keep an eye on him. Wide receiver 61 on the year. Oh my Jesus. Buccaneers defense and Brandon McManus for J-Rod the Bod going up against Cowboys and Matt Gay for Team 88. Sorry in this one. 
I appreciate what Scott did trying to trying to keep it close, but I think J-Rod the bot is just too much. Even with a couple of his uh, landmine positions, I think Diggs can get it going. I think Josh Allen can carry him. That uh, that kind of hook up for 10 points every time they score a touchdown. And Waller, of course, is going to do Waller things against Chicago. So I think it's just too much to overcome. I think J-Rod the bod takes this one. Let's get into the Keg Watch Game of the Week. The Keg Watch Game of the Week. All right, Keg Watch Game of the Week. No surprises here, everybody. You knew it. I knew it. The American people knew it. Keg Watch Game of the Week. Reading Dwayne Bow, 1 and 3, 12th place, going up against Captain Scurve, 1 and 3, 11th place. How can 11th place versus 12th place not be the Keg Watch Game of the Week? Got to lock that in 10 times out of 10. Reading Rainbow projected for 107.4. Captain Skirt projected for 114.3. Ooh, baby. That's a good, healthy number for Captain Skirt. All-time record. Rodgers. Mine it. Little lopsided. Rodgers, six games to two. Six wins, two losses against mine it. Can he keep it rolling this week? Let's find out. Aaron Rodgers at the QB position for Reading Rainbow going up against Russell Wilson for Captain Scruff tonight. Prime time. Kicking off in six minutes. Right. This is interesting, actually. This is real interesting. Do you want Russell Wilson against the Rams? Or do you want Aaron Rodgers? Sorry, I'm flossing my teeth. Uh, against Cincinnati. Neutral field, equal opponent. Of course you want Russell Wilson this year. But when you take the defenses into it, what are you thinking? You know what? I think I want Rodgers. I think I want Rodgers in that Cincinnati game. The Rams defense scares me a little bit. I mean, I know, like, don't get me wrong. Like, you got to play Russell Wilson. You're, it doesn't matter. He's matchup proof. You're going to play Russell Wilson no matter what. But... Rams defense is scary. So we'll see how that works out. I think I like Rodgers just a, just a snatch here more, though. Ezekiel Elliott, Javante Williams for reading Dwayne Bogo. Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris for Captain Scurve. Not close. Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, the best running back tandem in the league, hands down. Big advantage for Captain Scurve. Javante Williams, I'm not sure. That's That sucks. That's just going to be a timeshare the rest of the year unless Gordon gets hurt, so... Rivers here position Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper for reading Dwayne Bowe, going to be Antonio Brown and Marquise Brown. He's got the Brown boys for Captain Skurve. I got to take Allen. I got to take Cooper, especially since I think Cooper is healthy and back from injury this week. Tight end position, Robert Tanyan for reading Dwayne Bowe against Mark Andrews for Captain Skurve. I can't believe he's still rolling Tanyan out there. I should send him a trade request for Higby. Oh, I'm going to miss out on it, isn't it? Because I, I, I don't have time to do that. But yeah, I should have I should have been trying to trade a Higby. One more stinker from Tanyan, though, and then he'll become crawling over to me. Get a Higby, get him Kittle. He'll be fine. Wide receiver position at the flex uh, for Reed and Dwayne Bowe is Tyreek Hill. Going up against Devontae Parker for Captain Skurve. Massive, massive, massive. Boy, that's a good... He's got good wides. Allen and Hill and everything. Shit. I should try to get one of those guys. Uh, Tyreek Hill going up against Devontae Parker. Not much to talk about. Tyreek Hill... Nine times out of eight. Packers defense gets Cincinnati. Jason Myers at LA Rams for Reading Dwayne Bow. Saints 
at Washington and Harrison Butker for Captain Skurve. Who do I think wins this game? I think it's the bow. I think it's the bow. Do I think it's the bow? I think it's the bow. Reading Dwayne Bow. I'm penciling him in. Here's why. I think Russell Wilson might have a little tough go of it. Doesn't he have history with the Rams? Isn't there like some stat out there that Russell Wilson's not very good against the Rams? Hasn't been for like his career or something. Anyway, I'm worried about Russell Wilson against the Rams. I'm worried that Dalvin Cook isn't totally healthy. I think he's already come out and said in interviews that he's not totally 100%. Um, and Zeke looks like he's got it going. And they, they, I mean, he's got... Rodgers gets to have Ezekiel Elliott and Amari Cooper against the friggin' Giants. It, at home. That game could be ugly. Good lord, that game could be ugly. So yeah, I think he gets more points from there, and then I think Tyreek Hill's just on red-hot fire. So I think I think the wide receiver position and the quarterback position are going to be enough to carry Reading Dwayne Bow to victory this week. Locking it in, let's get into the actual best game of the week out there. It's the Kegwa, not the Kegwatch, it's the fucking KML game of the week. Behold, you sons of bitches. It's the KML Game of the Week. Alrighty, get that tempo up, that BPM. Thump, 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 thump. You know what game it is. Listen to this shit. Three stripe life. Two and two eighth place. Going up against straight bumps, homie. Two and two fourth place. That doesn't sound that good on the surface, does it? No, 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 no. Let me tell you something, though. These two teams right here, they're sniffing. They're, they're rooting around. They're, 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 they're fingering. <laughs> Let's light it up, let's light it up until the hearts catch fire. <laughs> they are trending the right direction. They are putting things together at the right time and they're making nice moves. Here's what's going to happen. Three Stripe Live projected for 117.3. Straight Bumps Homie projected for 118.8. You heard that right. Less than two points separate these two gentlemen. All-time record. Wingus. Vit. Slight edge wing is five games to four. Quarterback position, Ryan Tannehill for three-stripe life. That ain't right because it's not going to be Ryan Tannehill. It's going to be Justin Herbert. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I didn't refresh this either. Jesus Christ, I didn't refresh this matchup either. We got new... Oh! I take it back. Projected points. Three-stripe life, 118.1. Straight bumps, homie, 118.8. That's less than a point. That's less than a point. Quick math. That's less than a point. Look at this. Justin Herbert. Wow. Justin Herbert, QB position for three stripe life. Going up against Lamar Jackson for straight bumps, homie. I've got to. I got to take uh, Lamar Jackson against Indianapolis. I think I like that edge just a slightly more, given the, the slight edge to straight bumps, homie. Running back position, Saquon Broccoli, Josh Jacobs for three-stripe life. Going up against Alvin Kamara, Daryl Henderson Jr. for straight bumps, homie. I am going to do slight edge. Slight edge, Alvin Kamara and Daryl Henderson Jr. I think I do like Saquon. He's turned it on. He looks like the Giants team can actually move that ball a little bit, but they do have to go to Dallas, which has not been great for them. 
don't love it. Josh Jacobs also gets the Chicago defense, which could be rough. So in this instance, these matchups, I think I like Kamara. I think I like Henderson slightly more. Put little check marks over on that side of things. Let's check out the wide receivers. Deontay. That's Devante. I can't read my own my own screen. Devante Adams and Brandon Cooks for three stripe going up against Justin Jefferson and T. Higgins, who I don't even think is playing. Is T. Higgins in there? I thought he was still hurt. Yeah, Higgins might not even play. So, doesn't even matter if he does. I love Justin Jefferson, but Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, you got to take that side of things when they play. Travis Kelsey versus whoever, <laughs> versus one of the eight tight ends Wangus has been cycling through there. Huge, 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 huge advantage at the tight end position for, for, uh, for Vitaly on that side. Flex position, Zach Moss going up against Mike Williams. Mike Williams, big old check mark on that side for me. And then Broncos at Pittsburgh and Young Ho Koo for three stripe going up against Titans at Jacksonville and Justin Tucker for straight bumps. I'm going to tell you right now, Titans at Jacksonville is going to suck. They suck. The Titans defense sucks. So Broncos, Young Ho in that side of things. This is going to be such, this is literally a coin flip matchup. That's why it's game of the week. Who would I bet my life on was going to win? Bet my life, I think I got to take three stripe life. I think I really do. I think it's so close. It's so close. I just like the safety of the three stripe matchups a little bit more than I do the straight bumps. The, 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 uh, the potential's there. Kamara could go off. Lamar Jackson could go off. But I think I like, I think it's like a 51-49 type thing. And I think I like three stripe life just a little bit better in that side. All right, let's wrap this up. Game's about to start. No, oh, just, just kickoff happening right now. Let's get to final thoughts. Final thoughts. All right, final thoughts. I don't, you know, whatever. I had a terrible week. It's going to be fine. Get back on track. I haven't been, you know, I say it's fifth week now, and I say every week that I haven't been putting the time in a mess cast I need to, but hey, you know what? It's fine. You know what? Let's go watch some football. I love you all. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. We'll get, we'll get, uh, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, let's hope everybody stays healthy. Everybody who's not healthy gets healthy. Blah, 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 blah. Good luck to everybody this week. Love you all. I'm Maine. Camel Messcast, week five. Camelmescast at gmail.com if you want anything. I don't know if I'll ever have any calling guests. I got to do some in-person stuff as COVID and people get vaccinated and stuff since we got a lot of anti-vaxxers in the chirp. But at least, some, at least the anti-vaxxers have had COVID at least twice, so the, the immunity should be built up. So we should be able to do this in person, but... Anyway, let's have a good week. I hope to see you all soon. Love you all. Mwah.